0: You're listening to Think Ideal, an audio cast series created for all productive people. Now, here's your host, Stephen Robert Young. Hello and welcome. On this rather august occasion, the inaugural episode of Think Ideal, I'd like to introduce you to the inspiration for the series, Ideal, a process, a model, even a lifestyle. By way of introduction to Ideal, it's important that I say something about productive people, which was referenced in the show's intro. Productivity is important in all of our lives, yet it is the most misunderstood requirement for success, such as the pursuit of a goal. The clearer we are about what it means to be productive, the easier it will be to prevail in our ambitious endeavors. The point of this show is to support productive people. This description, productive people, requires some clarification, though. It seems to be a simple reference to people who are productive, when in fact, it also means to recognize people who intend to be productive, but who may or may not actually be productive. The difference between people who are productive and those who believe they are productive, but actually are unproductive, could be the difference between the success or failure of a goal. The one thing that enables productive people to be more productive and unproductive people to become productive is their willingness to learn, to improve, to grow in their knowledge and capabilities. This willingness, along with the opportunity to learn, can lead to achievements that create remarkable lives. There is a third group I'd like to include in this description of productive people. People who know they are not productive, but who want to learn how to be productive. So, productive people, in fact, may not at all be productive today. Why, then, do I credit them along with those who are productive? The answer to that question comes down to what separates those who improve, achieve, and become what they will from those who, well, will not. And that is the potential to be productive the willingness to learn and change. So, unproductive people may become productive. We, people, can be productive at almost every stage of life. Whenever we apply action towards something that we intend, we attempt to be productive. Action, however, is not what defines productivity. Productivity starts with a choice. It requires intention. That is, one cannot accidentally or incidentally be productive by any reasonable definition of productive. Being productive involves an intentional act to achieve a targeted aim, an aim measured by required results from activity. Productivity is not some level of general busyness. Productivity is an outcome that is required in order to reach a specific aim and that is unique to each situation. That is, it is unique to each goal, person, set of circumstances, etc. Now, some of you are productive, some of you are not, but believe you are. And finally, some of you want to learn how to be productive. (laughs) This series is for all of you. Whether your interest is to become your best self, grow sales for a business, lead a team, or create, build, or improve something. I'm here to support your success. You'll hear me make reference to improve, achieve, or become. The distinction among these refers to ways in which we often talk about being productive. To improve is to achieve incremental progress toward some potential. Certainly, one can achieve improvement. However, by achieve, I mean that which is beyond incremental accomplishment. To achieve is to reach a potential. And finally, become refers to ongoing, progressive development, achievements that are not necessarily measured by increments or regarded in terms of potential. Now, about IDEAL. IDEAL is essential to productivity. IDEAL is an acronym for five human characteristics, characteristics that we express regularly, if not every day. These are intend, direct, engage, assess, and learn. We are not aimless. Every day we act with intention. We direct ourselves along the courses that we've chosen and engage life in order to advance toward what it is that we intend. We assess others, situations, opportunities, and ourselves in order to know where we stand and how or what to change so that we may improve, achieve, and become what is important to us it is important to understand that we don't choose whether or not to express ideal. We can only choose how we express ideal. Regardless of your being a goal-oriented person, ideal is at work in your life, in all of our lives. So, with ideal being something that we already practice, that is, with ideal already being part of our day-to-day, why do we need to think ideal? The answer is simply this. The aspects of ideal naturally work in our lives. They do not require conscious effort from us. The charge to think ideal is a reminder to be mindful of ideal as a process. I like that. Without conscious, deliberate effort to intend, direct, engage, assess, and learn, we cannot expect the benefits that are available from this natural course for our development and the success of our goals. Each characteristic of ideal functions independently. Since we naturally express the characteristics of ideal, it's unlikely that at this point you're aware of your doing so. And so we are certainly not expressing ideal as a process, which leads to many of the challenges we have to improve, achieve, or become something that is important to us. In order to benefit from ideal most easily and effectively, reach our goals, that is, We must apply ideal as steps, as a process. Earlier, I described ideal as being a process, a model, and a lifestyle. As a model, ideal can serve as a framework by which to plan your being productive. As a process, it presents the steps required in order to be productive. And finally, as a lifestyle, ideal guides the practices required in order to live well, meaningfully and productively to apply ideal as a process will require some practice more specifically you will have to become aware of your auto responses huh you see we are rarely led by considered responses most of our choices are expressions of what i call reflexive consciousness we don't think about the specific actions involved with our daily routines or of something like driving a car or even interactions with others We just have a sense of being in control. Once we become comfortable in an environment, a lifestyle, with routine, considered responses are not regularly required. We, for lack of a simpler description, move into autopilot, where our reflexive consciousness calls the shots. Could you repeat that? You may find it unbelievable, but in fact, most of us are not in control of our lives as we believe ourselves to be. We are, for the most part, just along for the ride in our lives. What? Once you've adapted to your expectations of a day, are unchallenged to question your assumptions, and there are many that we make, and are contented enough to settle with your life as is, then auto-responses are all that you need to get through the day. Most likely, you haven't given a moment's thought to how many assumptions you made today or make any day. Think about it. Take a minute to imagine how your average day would transpire if, from moment to moment, you stopped to think about every one of your observations, actions, and responses to others before you spoke. We are primarily led by habit, emotional impulses, predilections, and assumptions informed by a reflexive consciousness. So, too, we express the characteristics of ideal with little to no regard for our doing so. And that is a potential problem for our development and the success of our goals. Many of the problems we experience in life, personally and professionally, are created by a lack of balance or neglect of one or more aspects of ideal. Often, people are unclear about their aims or a course of action, aren't prepared to engage, or don't assess their progress correctly or regularly enough. And many of us simply fail to learn. As problems can result from imbalance among, or neglect of, the aspects of ideal, solutions to those problems are found when improvement is made with how aspects of ideal are acknowledged and made to work together for our aims, decisions, activities, judgments, and discoveries. If you know anything about my background, you know that I have something to say about sales. And I can tell you that if you're in business and do not apply ideal to your sales operation, that is to how you sell, then you are not doing your best to grow sales. It's that simple. If you are trying to develop yourself and are not mindful of ideal in your life, you absolutely will handicap your ability to progress. This is not a matter of opinion here ideal applies to all things in our lives and businesses that we wish to improve achieve and for them to become if you're getting the sense that there's more to know about ideal than it's being an acronym you are correct awareness of ideal is the initial step toward a new way of thought about process and productivity there is a significant depth of knowledge related to each aspect of ideal, and more to learn about their work together. Those of you who are determined to reach your most ambitious goal, to develop yourself, improve your health and physical fitness, launch a business, or build sales for a company, whatever it may be, should understand that the foundation for success may depend on how effectively you apply ideal. Ideal is a process that is simple to understand but can be difficult to master. It is truly worthwhile to learn about as either a lifestyle, model, or process. Ideal is the only way by which to live life well because it requires your attention to an aim, a choice for a course, mindfulness of your actions, assessment of your progress, and discovery about how to improve Once you recognize that you have clear intention to improve, achieve, or become something, your next step is to answer how will you apply ideal in support of your ambition. And to that end, here are three suggestions. One. Think through each step of ideal. This will give you clarity about your aim, possible challenges, and get you started on a plan that will support your being productive. Two. Recognize ideal as a cyclical process, right? That is, once you get to the fifth step, which is learn, be prepared to, possibly, have to revise what you intend, your direction, action, approach to evaluations, and how you apply what you learn. Ideal is dynamic. It develops with you, reflects you, Ideal allows you to build on your successes and advances you toward your potential. In fact, ideal is the only way by which to reach your potential. Grow through ideal. Number three, you may not reach what you strive for, but the real shortcoming would be failure to learn. So, always strive to increase awareness, to progress, discover as you're able Throughout your life. After all, it's often not what we want from life that makes life meaningful. It's the why behind what we do that makes life meaningful. Be true to your faith, whatever it may be, and endeavor to improve, achieve, and become what is important to you. And with that, we arrive at the close of the inaugural episode of Think Ideal, I hope that you'll come back and perhaps invite a friend to listen in. With fresh perspective on topics that range from entrepreneurship and sales to personal development and living well, Think Ideal aims to be a constructive resource. If Ideal strikes a chord with you, consider joining me on an exploration into the Ideal Life, a life that's not perfect, but that is productive and worthwhile. Subscribe and contribute to the show with your questions and topic suggestions. When you're ready to apply Ideal to your life or business, get access to video lessons and hands-on support through my members-only Patreon page. To learn more, visit patreon.com forward slash Stephen Robert Young. All the best to you for continued success in whatever you want to improve, achieve, or become for your life or for your business. If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it and subscribing. Your support of Think Ideal is always appreciated. Remember, life is a process. Improve, achieve, become Think Ideal.